0: Hey guys, Brett Appley here from DailyFanMMA.com, back with another UFC Quick Picks on the Mayo Media Network. We have UFC London on Saturday, Curtis Blades versus Tom Aspinall in the main event. I just got done breaking down uh, all 14 fights on the slate on the premium podcast on Daily Fan MMA. It's just a phenomenal fight, a phenomenal fight card. There are so many fights on this slate that I expect to be fun, enjoyable, high-paced, so I'm really, really looking forward to this slate. I'm going to give you my favorite cash gameplay of the week my favorite tournament play salary play i'm going to talk about another fight matchup that i like before i do please subscribe to the channel so much good content on the mayo media network coming out every single week like the video and comment below who your favorite fighter is in the 9k range and the reason i ask that is because there are like five or six minus 250 minus 300 and above fighters to the point where We could see many, many, many big scores on this slate, and you're really going to have to be correct in that 9K range to separate yourself from the field. A lot of good options. I'm interested in who you guys are targeting this week. All right, let's move on to my cash gameplay of the week. It is going to be Mason Jones at 9.2K. And again, because the strength of the 9K range is so good, I don't think this is a must. I think like, you can make a good case for Mokaev at 9.5K, Nathaniel Wood at 9.4K, McCann at 9.3K, Jones 9.2K. Those are, those are sort of the standouts to me from a cash game perspective. And I like Mason Jones because, among other reasons, he's a big favorite against Ludovic Klein. He strikes at a very high pace, and he grapples at a high pace. So I think that brings a lot of safety. Um to uh, to him from a fantasy perspective you know he's averaging 4.43 takedowns per 15 minutes coming off an eight takedown performance against David Onama also averaging 6.71 significant strikes per minute landed um, historically throughout his UFC career against Klein who Klein's a good striker. Klein's a very technical striker somewhat dangerous. I think him hurting Jones at some point early on is in play. But Jones fights at such a—sorry, Klein fights at such a slow pace. Averages 3.58 strikes landed per minute, 4.2 per minute absorbed, 45% defense, and he's already lost to Nate Landwehr and Michael Trezano, who are are not that good. Both of those fighters brought a little bit of pace to Klein, to where Klein couldn't just play around at distance, fire off his straight left, fire off his head kick— when he's pressured, he kind of panics. His game falls apart. He slows down. He's not a great defensive grappler. So yeah, Klein could have success early here, but I favor Jones pretty strongly over the course of 15 minutes. I think he has a good chance to land strikes at a high pace. Hopefully he grapples as well. Um, and he has a inside distance line of, I believe, plus 120. Let me double check that as well minus 330 to win, plus plus 105, even better, plus 105 inside the distance. So in theory, Jones has a high chance to win based on that betting line, a good chance to finish based on his inside distance line, strikes at a high pace, wrestles at a high pace, in a good stylistic matchup, and he's only 9.2K. So um, I really like Mason Jones on this slate, even for tournaments as well. I think there's a good chance that he breaks Klein over the course of 15 minutes. A lot of safety as well. My favorite cash game play of the week. Moving on to tournaments, I'm going to give out Mark Jacacy at 9.1K. Jacacy is minus 350 to win against Hadzovic, and he is uh, plus 120 to win inside the distance. But what I really like about Jacacy here is that he has a very favorable wrestling stylistic matchup against Demir Hadzovic, who is just not good defensively. Hadzovic is a decent striker, has power in his hands. These defending takedowns at 37%. Um, gave up four takedowns to Marching Held, nine takedowns to Alon Patrick, six takedowns to Yagos. Was submitted very early by Hinata Maikano, and in his most recent win, still got taken down a couple times by Yancy Medeiros, where Jacacy, um a dangerous striker, but more of a low-volume striker, coming off an 11 takedown performance against Vacheslav Borshev. And I think we were on Jacasey in that fight, actually, because Borshev is a dangerous striker. We said D'Casey has a wrestling background, Um, took down Venata four times, took down Duffy three times. A physical fighter, and he really put in a good performance against Borshev. 11 takedowns, um, 12 and a half minutes of control. I wish he'd bring a little more ground and pound pace, but i think this is an obvious matchup for jacasey to once again go to his wrestling mitigate the risk of hadjavich putting him in danger on the feet and just earn top control time hadjavich does not defend takedowns well we know that jacasey has volume upside from a takedown perspective and betting line still indicates he's safe minus 350 to win plus 120 inside the distance that's very strong and he's only 9.1k you don't have to pay up 9.4 9.5 to get exposure to this guy personally i'm going to be spreading out my exposure in this 9k range but i think chakasi has obvious wrestling upside coming off a 119 point win finishing upside as well in a good stylistic matchup and because the strength of this 9k range is just so insane he may not even be that popular so I definitely liked you, Casey, for all those reasons. He's going to be my tournament play of the week. Moving on to my salary play of the week, I'm going to talk about Makwan Amir Khani at 7.5K. He's taking John, uh, taking on Jonathan Pierce this weekend. Pierce is minus 220 to win. Amir Khani plus 180. And for full disclosure, I did pick Jonathan Pierce to win this fight because um, Amir Khani has a lot of weaknesses. Amir Khani is landing 1.3 strikes per minute. His cardio is very poor. So he's the type of fighter who, like we talked about with um, Herbert Burns the other week, needs to have early success on the ground. And Burns lost in sort of a way we expected, but he still did have early grappling upside and almost pulled off a submission. Amrikhani's last three wins, 57-second submission, three-minute submission, and then second-round submission. Um, Good wrestler, 4.08 takedowns landed per 15 minutes. Very good submission grappler. Against Jonathan Pierce, who Pierce is like a pace fighter, uh, 4.98 significant strikes landed per minute, 6.79 takedowns per 15. His last four wins, Pierce has landed six takedowns, six, five, and four. He really wins on activity and pace, and I think he's going to win based on activity and pace as long as he just doesn't get finished early. However... He was finished on the ground by Joe Lozon in his UFC debut. He was taken down by Kai Kamaka. He was taken down and put in a couple bad spots by Christian Rodriguez last time out. 60% takedown defense. Now flying across the pond to Amir Khan. I-, I think Amir Khani is going to at least have a chance early. Um, Amir Khan is a good enough wrestler to take Jonathan Pierce down. And even if Pierce wants to land takedowns, he's going to be shooting right into the head and arm attack of Amir Khani. So from a DraftKings perspective, 7.5K, I'm not confident Amir Khani wins. I didn't pick him to win, but if he wins, I am fairly confident he puts up a good score, 115, 97, uh, 110, 97, sorry, 197, 127. Amir Khani's put up several good scores uh, in his past and 7.5K is a cheap price to pay, allows you to spend up. He's also plus 285 inside the distance. I think that's the best inside distance line below the mid-range outside of Paul Craig. So I think Amir Khani is just a good option. This is a very good fight to target as a whole. Minus 195 ends inside the distance. So I'm going to have exposure to Pierce as well at 8.7K. But Amir Khani is among my favorite underdogs that I'm willing to take chances on. 7.5K, early grappling upside, early finishing upside. Should be a great fight. Finally, another tournament matchup that I want to talk about is Jai Herbert versus Kyle Nelson. This is early on the preliminary card. Herbert is the favorite, minus 275. Nelson, plus 235. On DraftKings, Herbert is 9K. Nelson, 7.2K. And I, I just think this fight has a good chance of ending by knockout. Minus 270 ends inside the distance. Herbert has fought in the UFC four times, lost three times, twice by knockout to Trinaldo and Topuria, and he was just put unconscious in both fights. It wasn't some lame referee stoppage. He was, you know, put in a coffin and buried by Topuria. And durability, I think, is a little more predictive than other aspects of MMA in the sense when I see guys put out like that, typically, it comes back to haunt them again. And that's what I said after Herbert's first loss to Trinaldo. He then, you know, didn't get knocked out for two fights in a row. Then it happened again against Topuria. Kyle Nelson fought uh, four times in the UFC. All four fights end inside the distance. Been knocked out twice, submitted once. Both of these guys, their only win in the UFC is a first-round knockout. And so I just, I don't trust the durability on either side. I think Herbert's a, a better technical striker for sure. He's also a couple inches taller than Nelson, six extra inches of reach. I think Herbert has a pretty good chance to win this fight by knockout. Minus 115 inside the distance is a good number. 9K is a good price tag. And I also think Herbert is going to come in relatively low owned because he's priced between Patty Pimblett and Jacacy and Mason Jones. And you can still pay up to Wood and Mokaev and other fighters in this range. So Herbert rates out very, very well, a good stylistic matchup maybe a little bit boomer bust in the sense that he will need that early knockout. But um, I don't know that the public's going to be on him. And on the other side, Kyle Nelson, 7.2 K look, Nelson isn't a great fighter. Maybe has a little bit of wrestling upside, but we've seen multiple times. Now, Herbert has durability issues and Nelson for what he lacks will come in and try and knock Herbert out early. He throws big power early and then he slows down. That's typically Nelson's game. And for for 7.2K plus 330 to win inside the distance at probably a relatively low ownership, I think Nelson makes for a a sneaky high upside tournament target. Good fight to target overall. Again, minus 270 ends inside the distance. Um, Really expect the winner to win by knockout here. I think both sides can do it. I do favor Jai Herbert, but uh, Nelson is a solid upside target for his price as well. All right, guys, that's going to do it for this week's UFC Quick Picks. Thank you again for the support. You can follow me on Twitter at BrightAppleTPP. DailyFanMMA.com for all your DraftKings breakdowns needs. Just got like 15,000 plus words breaking down every single fight, premium podcast, rankings, projections, all that good stuff. Uh, subscribe to the channel, Mayo Media Network, as usual. Again, let me know in the comment section below who you're targeting in the 9K range. Best of luck this week, guys. Take care. Stay safe. We'll talk to you soon. Peace.